Hi everyone, it's Chris. Before we jump into our episode, there's a little housekeeping that we need to do. First, don't adjust your television set. The Real Amigos are now the Movie Squad. It's a new name, it's a new look, but it's the same infamous talent. We were able to update our normal feeds, so if you're already subscribed to The Real Amigos, you won't miss anything. It's just now Movie Squad. But if you're new to our show, welcome. You can find us on all of your podcast services of choice. We hope that you subscribe. And if you want to dig in and see what we've done before, all of our old episodes are still available on our feed. You can also go to our new website, www.themoviesquad.com, for all things Movie Squad. Finally, before we start the show, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who was tuned in to our show. We are celebrating three years since our very first podcast in March of 2018, and we've had such a blast so far. So for Donnie and for Phil and for myself, thanks. Now we have big plans for the show going forward, and we hope that you will continue with us on this journey. All right, enough of that. It's time for the very first episode of The Movie Squad. So please enjoy. everyone and welcome to the first official episode of the movie squad squad and on the movie squad podcast we have one single mission leave no good movie behind and this week i'm joined by my two co-hosts we'll start with phil phil what's up man how are you i'm great excited to be back with you guys i know it's been a while yes. but it's been a long time we're here i think my beard's wider the, now it, it is it is yeah i see that very nice and my headphones uh, are cheaper the, <laughs> there you go there you go moving up um uh, also joined by donnie as well donnie how are you tonight sir doing well coming to you from a new location my That's basement right. i have a basement right. now have a basement I'm in uh, where's basement. that basement located at that uh, basement donnie? is located in the mitten known as michigan <laughs> i have moved mitten. here in the last three months yes that's right so uh Run we at. have not podcasted for a while and um it's been it's really just been crazy you know the the, yes. the country has been crazy the world has been crazy with covid and everything going on of course holidays and everything hit new new year stuff and then donnie decided to up and transplant from florida to michigan so now donnie and phil are uh, close enough to record in the same location and still are not um we did not so, want our good friend chris to feel left out no nope. i know no yeah left out buddy it is, it, but it, it is still. We're still on a text chain, so it is still very depressing when you guys are like out partying together, and you just text me, "Hey, we just yes, saw the school thing." And I'm like, I hate both of you. Partying hey, all the time. Well, you're I use free party to come. Mostly, of course. You're free come to come. Come on up, buddy. I mean, you know. Come on. Nobody wants. To, nobody wants to live in Michigan. All right. Um, it that's is a what totalitarian we're here to talk about. regime. But we are, <laughs> we are here to talk about movies, as we always, uh, as we always are. And so uh, tonight we have a movie that I absolutely love and absolutely hate, and so I am excited to go <laughs> ahead and get into it. So we're not we're not really even uh, we're not stopping. No rest stops. No no bathroom breaks. We are going straight to the topic at hand. And tonight we are going to talk about the 2020 film Tenant. How can it move before I touch it? From your point of view, you caught it, but from the bullet's point of view, you dropped it. The cause comes before effect. No, 
That's just the way we see time. Well, what about free will? That bullet wouldn't have moved if you hadn't put your hand there. Either way we run the tape, you made it happen. Don't try to understand it. Feel it. Tenet came out, like I said, last year. It came out uh, September something, September 3rd, um, I think, uh, for the first uh, week of September. Uh, we'll talk about theater in a second because that's changed a lot. It was written and directed by Christopher Nolan, uh, stars John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, and Elizabeth Debicki? Debicki? Um, tall, tall woman, six well, foot tall, three. Yes, tall, Very tall. woman. That's right. What? Here's the s- synopsis. Uh, if anybody yeah. has not uh, not seen it or knows uh, what the movie is, it says, "Armed with only one word, tenant, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mis- mission that will unfold in something beyond real time." So yes, if, if that if that if that uh, little paragraph wasn't uh, cryptic enough, that pretty much foreshadows what the movie is uh, is about, which is nothing. Um, but uh, but before we jump into that, let's talk about the theater situation now. Uh, y- did somebody see this at the theater? I did. I that's saw right. It in the theater. That's right. So Don, so this came what out. What is se- a movie September. theater? Are you talking about a, what is that? What's a movie theater? So it's a place they used to have where you went and sat down with like three hundred other people and watched a big screen and movies were on it. That's that. That's true. Yeah, we um we actually so we, the death of which Chris is celebrating. That, Basically, right. yes, Chris that's is right. locked up forever now. That's right. I, I saw never, Tenet in the theater. The house again. I did, and it was, man. I wish everybody could see it in the theater. It is now, a very did you go to IMAX? epic movie. Because uh, Nolan no. shoots a lot uh, of IMAX stuff. Yeah, I think it did actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was IMAX. I know I, I watched it in my bedroom while my wife was asleep next to me, and it sounded like it was trying to be an IMAX movie. Because every time anything that wasn't dialogue came on, I had to practically so mute the TV because it's like it's like oh. it's like hey uh, you know we're gonna worry about this inverted. You just nailed the last three Nolan movies right yeah, there, man. Yeah, Christopher Nolan like, is. They uh, we we always say J.J. Abrams, right? He's the king of bloom, like like uh, like lens flare, you know. And yes, uh, lens yeah, Nolan flare. is definitely the the king of the uh, the the dropout base for oh for sure. Um, so they I, make these uh, movies now where if you watch them at home, you have to have a sound bar or some external sound device to appreciate the quality. I don't know. If that's why they're called sh- movies. Go to the theater. I, I, I went to the theater. This movie is epic. It's epic so, in scope. So a little uh, a little uh, life tip for you. Um, I watch almost everything uh, on the Apple TV or on my iPad if I'm away from the TV. But I uh, the Apple TV actually syncs Bluetooth with AirPods. And, dude, AirPod Pros sound fantastic. I mean, they're not like – it's not like the – what are the new Air Pro, uh, Air, AirPod Pro Max or whatever. The, the new over-the-head over the ones that are like $600, although I, I do want some. Uh, I don't have those, but they just, used to be called Beats. Yeah, they used to, yeah, they used to be called Beats, and they were affordable. Um, but uh, but uh, anyway, so but that's how I listen to it. It's great, man. Like it's absolutely great to hear like with with headphone quality watching movies like that because you're right. Like the actual sound in the room is uh, well, pretty pretty. Nice. I have these now, so 
Yeah, that'll be so, all right. That's right. So watch out. Just these bad boys. I can just see you. Well, you're gonna plug it up to the actual TV and just like watch. <laughs> just like, this is great. I love. It's this actually movie. plugged in on the three foot cord. I can either uh, hear yeah, it. Why are you in the right in front of the TV? <laughs> but I can't do both. I can't do both. Uh, you wouldn't little, know. You wouldn't know by looking at my headphones. But I have a very state of the art <laughs> computer. With these That's things right. plugged into it. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk oh, some movies. So, um, so yeah, one of the things that, so one of the things that Donnie came, uh, uh, really kind of said before we start is like, let's not spend the entire movie talking about time travel. Um, so let's start explaining, there. Explaining, explaining um, time travel. <laughs> let's start with time travel. There is no time travel in this uh, movie. There is no time time travel. Time time inversion. Um, no, actually, but but but. All kidding aside, uh, I know me specifically, I, I really get uh, lost in the whole Kyle Reese of it all. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on that, although we are going to talk about that in a little while. But let's just talk with like general overall impressions. I want to start with the protagonist. So Are we John, spoiling this movie? We're spoiling this movie, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I, I think anybody who listens to our show should know this already, but I guess we should probably say it up front because this is a newer movie. We are going to talk about this movie from start to finish. So uh, anything is open game. So we are going to spoil a ton of stuff. But I want to so start then with can the... I, with that oh, being said, you just said Kyle Reese. And I know we'll get into the Kyle Reese thing, but just sort of as a teaser, are you suggesting that that Pro is the father? No, 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 no. Or are you just using Kyle no, Reese not. as a placeholder? Kyle Reese oh, is, is like, I, I, I like to I'm refer to it now. now. I like to refer to it now as now. the Kyle Reese conundrum because there, there, there's always something in these movies that absolutely cannot make sense, but the, the movie wouldn't exist without them. Like Kyle Reese being John Connor's father, if John Connor wasn't born to send him back, it doesn't work. It's a paradox. The Kyle conundrum that happens in this too. We'll talk about that in a little while. No, I, I, I don't want to start with time travel. I want to start with the actual movie because the movie, the, the movie does two things. I think it is fantastic until I, tr- I I try to think about it and then I just want to jump off a bridge. But I want to start with I want to start with the protagonist. I want to start with John David Washington. So I, um, so I didn't know uh, uh, like a uh, first off I didn't know he was Denzel Washington's kid um, uh, at first. I didn't either. Oh, for um, real. But the first I movie I saw with him was uh, was uh, Black Klansman. Have you guys seen Black Klansman? No. no. Okay, so he, he's in that with Adam Driver, and he is great in that. That was the first movie that, that I saw with him, and I didn't realize because he has more of like a kind of like an afro, and he's kind of funnier. Um, it's more of a comedy take. It's a lighthearted drama about the uh, Ku Klux Klan. Um, so I didn't realize that, that he was the same person when I when I first watched. You know, make it. a drama about the KKK. It <laughs> yeah. ought to be lighthearted, I yeah, suppose. It's got, yeah, 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 of course. Um, but he was great in that. But but I thought he was fantastic. Like this guy. Like I really like John David Washington a lot, and I thought he carried the bulk of this movie and very very well i thought he was very likable i thought he was was super intense when he needed to be i thought it was great um so i just, I just wanted to throw that out there because I, I actually didn't realize he was just a washington's kid uh, but i mean you know look did the washington's the best so there you go just wanted to well he also when he when he comes off the balcony of priya's balcony and he lands on the ground and they go running into the crowd i noted that it's as if he was doing some sort of childish gambino move I don't know if you know who Childish Gambino yeah. is. Yeah, Donald Glover. He sort of he sort of dances kind of weird. Oh, I don't. I, don't, I have to go back and, and watch that. And just the way John David, like, just the way he moved into the crowd, I was like, is he doing the Childish Gambino? <laughs> what is happening right now? 
He's like, what is happening? We're being culturally relevant, Donnie. Not everything in, is boys. Van Halen and come, come back. On. This, look, come we're talking on. about the movie. I, 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 like, honestly, this movie. I mean, it really revolves around two key key characters. I mean, I, I think that the girl is, is key, but it's really it ends up being Neil and the protagonist. And I just think for the bulk of this t- sort of movie, and as heavy as it is, like I think he nails it. If you think about a movie like Inception or even Interstellar, you have like these Oscar caliber, you know, actors. You have Leonardo DiCaprio and you have, you know, Matthew McConaughey and they they're because these movies are so deep and so heavy, you have to have like that gravitas to carry it. And I didn't really think of John David Washington as that kind of a person prior to this movie, but I thought he I thought he nailed it. I thought he was fantastic. So that's all. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I think he's great. He's great. I agree. I agree. He's great. All right, too. so let's talk about um, I, I watched this movie in the first week I watched it four times. And um, I could not stop watching it. Because, <laughs> but not because oh, you boy. loved it so much. <laughs> but that, because so, your so, so, brain so that's what I want to talk about. Should I read text? So, so, so hang on. So Donnie had a great question that, that really kind of got me thinking. So Donnie, go ahead and ask your question about the movie. And then let's talk about, let's talk about it. Which question is it? I have so many questions about this movie. You know, I, I forget what you said. Like, like, does it have? Do you, does it have to be good to, to for you to enjoy oh, it, or does oh, you have to understand yeah, it to enjoy so, it? Okay, yeah. So the question I have is, if a movie gets you talking about it, is that necessarily entertaining? This movie, yeah. I mean, essays have been written on this movie, and I've read some of them, and it's basically enough to drive Einstein insane. Um, Christopher Nolan is one of two things. He's either a complete brainiac or he's a total nut job who has no grasp of reality whatsoever. I don't know which one it is, but, um, <laughs> I, I, it's this, a usually a fine line. Dude, the, this movie, I know you're going to try to make sense of this. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It's never going to make sense. It's okay. entertaining. We're talking about it. That's what a movie director wants, is an entertaining movie where people go, yes, you watched it four times because you're a crazy person. You're trying to put it together in a real real way it, when it's totally fictional. Star Wars, do you do that with Star Wars? Do you go, I have to put this together and make it real in my brain? If you do, I yeah, feel sorry so, for your wife, man. Okay, so... so- so no no hang on so so I see the parallel and so this is what I what I wanted to bring to it I see the parallel and I have an answer for that but let's let Phil weigh in for a second because right. we've been talking for a while Phil what do you did you enjoy do you think the movie is entertaining just because we talk about it like, like I enjoyed the movie a lot okay I think popular un, no, stated po- unpopular opinion is it's all total crap. I mean, it's, I agree. It's, it's total it's crap. It's not the unpopular opinion on this podcast. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it it doesn't even. It, I'm going to say that I really enjoyed the movie. Yes. The problem with it is I don't enjoy it when I start thinking about the fact that I don't understand what's going on. Dude, this is my whole argument so, of movies that we've done. Is this whole thing is. Stop trying to understand it. it. I know Chris hates when I say this. It's entertainment only. It's for fun. No, it's I, not I, to go insane over. But but here's my issue. And this was uh, furthermore, I was going to add to that. It's not even that 
I can't buy the premise, but it feels like it feels a little bit like they get lost in the middle of even in the making of it. Like they yeah. don't really know what the point is that they're trying to make. And so at times, like I can never tell if people are moving backwards in time while other people are moving forwards in time. Why can some people observe that backwards movement and other and other people are just going about their daily lives without being shocked by cars that go flying by them backwards? Like, like I can't figure out, like, are those at the end of the movie? I know we're fast forward, but like just as an example, like the people at the end of the movie, when they're moving backwards from the explosion to the drop point back, are they moving backwards? Dude, this is my whole or, issue. Because, because it's like... How can they avoid anything? Bullets, buildings, or whatever, if they're just in rewind. When you, a minute ago, when you started to ask this question, Philip, you couldn't even ask this question. You were trying to figure out how to even ask the question. This movie's insane. That's what it does. But it's highly entertaining. I enjoyed it tremendously. But it's cuckooville. It's nuts, man. It doesn't make sense. So that, I have so a lot of pro- I have a lot of problems with unanswered questions that aren't just about time travel. They all There's are, no are like in, inversion, time inversion, right? Well, if we say inversion. time travel moving forward, we'll just use it as we'll just let it we slide. We were we were inverted. Um, I have a lot of problems because I don't understand. Not just that I don't understand the physics of it. I can buy that Christopher Nolan is smarter than me, and I don't buy the physics of it. I don't understand the oh, physics of it. I'm sure he's smarter. But that, it's, that it is understandable if I sit down with him for a couple of hours and he explains it to me. But, uh, in fact, I'm glad that I mentioned that. I brought him on the show. Chris, you want to? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. Surprise, guess teaser, so Chris Nolan hey, back. I, but, so, no, like, I, why does the protagonist try to shoot himself? When he's wrestling with himself coming out of the turnstile. I read somewhere that he's trying to unload the clip so he doesn't kill himself. But that I didn't see that indicated in the movie at all. You can't just say things that aren't okay. stated. So time out. Chris, we haven't even talked about the plot of this movie. You're the host. What's the plot of this movie? I'd like yeah, to hear what you is the plot tell us movie? the plot of this movie. So, this is very In less than four hours. There is a, there is a, uh, you know, a MacGuffin, (laughs) some sort of weird, you know, metal rod thingy. The algorithm. The algorithm. The algorithm is what they call it, but it's, it's, it's not, yeah, the algorithm. And uh, if it comes together, you know, people can control time and you know destroy things the future has declared war on the present because of yes. climate change that is yes. the gist climate of the movie change. yes they're sending stuff back through time that is inverted backwards to destroy us no but why do we why do no, no, they they're, they're, to... no 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 they're sending it backwards so they don't have it in the future to destroy us is that what they're doing okay yeah, so 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 basically they they make the algorithm which is going to you know fix the climate but like by doing it has to like it's going to like wipe out everybody or the 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 majority of people. And so they get the algorithm, they break it up and they send oh it backwards gosh. in time. That's what they do so that it can be hidden away and people can't do the thing that is bad. Okay. 
And Volkov, he, he's trying Who? to get it back. Is it a Volkov? Sator. 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 Oh, Sator. Andre right. Sator. Volkov is yeah. the henchman. Yeah, the henchman. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So Sator. Uh, yeah, okay. So Sator's job is so Sator then he's working on the the opposite side of it to try and gather it in the past so that they can have it in the future. So it's okay. a cycle. So but but like it doesn't. Yes, I understand all that. I just don't understand. So using the grandfather paradox that that Neil slash Max, I think I'm supposed to think right that he's Max. That yeah, I think so. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, he's the kid. He he's the he's the he's, he's the kid. He's Paul Blonde's kid. Which I think is why Pro cares so much about saving the mother and the son throughout what? the course wait. of the movie. But I don't, think, I don't think protagonist knows that. You wait, where do we he get this information? No, he doesn't do because he's, it, he hasn't been to future pro yet. So he doesn't know that yet. Where did, how is Neil the kid? Where is this from? So there, there's a common, common belief. Just there's some things in the movie that leads you to believe, um, in including the, the last verse. scene where he saves her and the son. That basically the son grows up to be Neil, and then works, trains, and works the protagonist. The protagonist then sends him back, and that's how they cross paths. Again. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Um, uh, so I just, I'll, I just hey, have I'll, problems I'll, I'll with some you, of them. I'll give you one more. I heard that uh, that Michael Caine is, um, is is possibly like a different version of Neil that didn't die. Now I don't. I, I that's completely bananas. But no, anyway. Michael Caine is Alfred. <laughs> he is Alfred. He just jumped movies. Right. So, it's the he DC verse. Every, he has jumped through every Nolan movie. <laughs> I think DC verse. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, all right, so this movie is basically filled with people. Philip brought up a minute ago. People that are moving forward in time, and then people that are moving inverted backwards. Yes. There is a scene in this movie, I asked Phil this the other day, where um, Cash. We were hanging out without Chris. Yeah, we were partying at Bob Evans. Uh, Bob Evans, if you want to sponsor us, would be great. Everyone's that family at Bob Evans. Breakfast. Yeah, the world, yeah that's it. Anyway, Did they sell so, LaCroix? No LaCroix. I was going to drive. Stop. I mean, stop. All right. So, so Kat is is moving forward, but Sater and his driver and his car are all moving backwards. Don't get me started on She this. is in the car with them, driving backwards, but living forwards, but they're in the car doing backwards stuff while she's moving forward. That doesn't make any sense at all. That's None. the problem. When I texted you guys last night, I, that, that was the point I was trying to make. Drop this. The, tell us now. Tell us what you want to tell us now. Well, the, the whole, no, 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 that's not, I'll, I'll get to that. But the, what, the point oh. I, the thing I was trying to say last night was I don't understand the interaction in this movie between the inverse and the, and the, moving, the moving forward and the moving backward. I don't understand how someone who's moving backward can interact with someone who's moving forward. Right. And, so okay, I don't understand as an, as the an example, fight scenes. I don't understand. Yeah, it's crazy town. Uh, yeah. So on that note, Phil, I offer this up. You said, how do they communicate? So there's a scene near the end of the movie. where People Sater were even talking is, backwards. Right. Sater was on the other side of the turnstile. 
Mm-hmm. And the yep. pro pro is on this side. And Sater is talking backwards. Mm-hmm. And and protagonist is hearing a delay through something, a translator, I don't know, forwards. So if he's what what who what? But huh? I don't I I'm not joking. I have no I don't uh, half, yeah. uh, halfway yeah. through this movie I wrote my notes. I give up. <laughs> I, I give up. I just sat back and went, yeah. entertain me, Nolan. You're really good at it. And he did. And that's that's it. That was it. I do have some comments when we get to that, but I don't understand this movie yeah. at all. Okay. It's insane. So let's let's jump into the Cowrie's conundrum then and let's get this out of the way. And then then Go we'll ahead. we'll kind of wrap up the show towards the last half talking about some of the really cool things that, that happen. Because I think there are some really cool things here. Um, and Nolan, if nothing else, Nolan does a great job of building a world. Um, oh holy cow, yeah. That but, wants um, to destroy itself. Okay, so uh, uh, we got to start with the Opera House. So I, I watched this movie four times, okay? And I, I, can, I can buy almost everything to a certain degree. Okay. But Dude. for me, it falls apart. Don't at, say it. At don't, the Opera House. Don't say it. Neil, so let me get this straight. You can buy this whole movie, except, except. it falls apart in the first 10 minutes. That is correct, <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, so it only, only but, but it only falls apart once you know the end of it, right? So, so okay. So let, let's let, let's follow through. Um, we, oh crap! How, how, there's no. This is gonna be like a three part episode if we keep going. No, so you're let's fine. talk Don't about let's talk about what's the uh, what's the inversion thing called that they do? What is it called? Turnstile. Reverse entropy or the turnstile? No, no, they call the thing the the maneuver at the end. The oh, uh, temporal pincer. pincer. Yeah, temporal the, yeah, pincer. yeah. So at the very end, we have this inverse and and straightforward, you know, battle going on, <clears throat> and we find out that, you know, again, spoilers for what happens, but Neil ends up having to be inverse, and 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 basically take a bullet for the protagonist to get let him save the day. Okay, so the Neil wait, dies. Wait, wait, wait! He wasn't inverse when he took that bullet, was he? No, he started inverse in the He's battle. He's with then blue he team, switched, and he goes through back. the turnstile to rescue Pro. No, right? How am he I wrong? He's on the inverse. He's the leader of the inverse team when they start the blue team. He goes. He runs back. Goes through the turnstile. Goes and he never goes the second time. time. He never goes a second time. What Which means he's going talking? forward because he was already going backward. Yeah, but he right. doesn't die there. He at the very end, he is on the top. He is alive, going forward, pulling them out with the truck. Ah, I know. And then they all they all talk because he was moving forward with them. They're on the same timeline. I know, but but. The, the, the Neil that gets shot is, is inverse. Inverted. It is a third uh, okay. version of Neil that is inverse. Okay. You with me? No. No, but whatever. Okay. I mean, I am with right. you, but so, yeah. If you so, were, okay, here's the question. If you were inverted, if Neil is inverted, which I'm not disagreeing with you, how do, okay, he, he gets up, like, from deadness, right, and takes a, I, I don't know. Yes, and he reverse takes a bullet, and then he reverse goes out, and then he reverse goes and does who the crap knows. But that is not. That should sum up this episode. (laughs) Who the crap knows? But that is not the Neil that we see at the top when they pull them out with the truck and they break up the um the. uh, 
Algorithm. Bring it called again. The algorithm. They break up the algorithm. They give it to Beard Guy. They give it to they give it to Neil. They give it to protagonist, and then he walks off. And he's like, "Oh, you know, this is probably the end of our thing." He's like, "No, it's just the beginning." Blah blah blah. They have that little touching moment. They leave. Now that is prior to the opera house. So that Neil then goes to the opera house. Mm-hmm. Are you following me? The Neil at the opera house was inverse. No, but he, he couldn't he be. He takes That's a bullet from the he wall. He has to be. He pulls no, no, no. the bullet out I know. I know. But this is, okay, so this is where it breaks down. Because if you remember, whenever protagonist meets the girl, who, who the scientist who basically creates all of this, um, early on uh, in the first act, he, he, after he gets rescued from the, from the water or from the windmill, he goes and meets the girl. And the girl does this whole bullcrap, you know, about, oh, blue, blue, blue. we don't know what's happening. Um, but if you watch, he is not inverse, but he can pick up the bullet. This is where it all begins to fall apart for me. That, exactly. Oh, that is what I'm oh, saying. Wait, wait, wait. Now, you're not talking about Kat. You're talking about the scientist. I'm talking lady. about the scientist. The scientist yeah. lady. Okay. Dead eyes. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. She, 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 by the way, 100%, she is the one who creates this in the future. Like, all that writing is on the wall. When she's like, when he's like, did you create this? She's like, no, we don't know how to yet. She totally is, is involved, like, responsible. She's Oppenheimer. Crap in the future. Yes. None of this makes sense. So, he, so but, if you, but that's if you, where if, I started having trouble with the whole premise. So, if you remember, if, if he didn't he's gonna drop hold, that He's going to hold the bullet, right? He, he, wants to, he, he holds his hand over, but it doesn't go to his hand. Right, and so then she tells him, she's like, "You have to have, have dropped, dropped it,", it. but yes. he doesn't okay. do Explain anything, that. and then Explain he holds it. his hand out again, and it comes in his hand. So did he right. think about dropping it? I don't know. Why? Why are you asking us, Chris? And is that he did why a little different hand gesture? Yeah. So, so in his mind, did he think about doing it? So if that's the case, then was Neil going forward, but the bullet was inverted, and he just thought about the bullet coming back. No. So, so you're saying like, so, so this is actually, I say it fell apart for me when the guy was dropping and picking up the bullets. Yeah. It actually started sooner than that. And that is when he has no knowledge of how things work in the inverted entropy and he's holding a gun and, and she back. says, just pull the trigger. You're catch, you're catching and it comes the bullet. Catching you're the ca- bullet. But, but it comes back to him. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense because what if he was just but standing he, there? He never shot the bullet. Exactly. Like, like, like the premise to me is troubling because if I put my VHS tape in the VCR, for those of you listening or watching, it's a large black cassette looking thing. A cassette is a tape based movie, pre-DVD. Yes. You put your cassette tape in the movie and you hit rewind. Nobody in the rewind process jumps out of there and starts running around doing their own thing. Like it's... It's forward, it's backward. This is why I don't understand how the same character can ins- can exist on both sides of the entropy. They can't. Um, it's like you're the same person. My under- the way well, I understand I it is I, I you should be mind, the only you should only other... be able to go forward and backward. One yeah. person forward and backward. Well, no, no, but I, I don't I don't mind that because what you're doing is you have to look at it as a kind of a revolving door. So you go forward through the door. And now and you're going, you you're going, come out of it. And then though. you come out. But what you're seeing then is you're seeing time is t- not you. Time so you're like a is pivot going point in time. Yeah. So now what all you're doing is you're seeing time move backwards because now you exist twice. 
you exist. Your future right. self. Why do you exist twice? Okay. Okay. No, no, but but you right. don't technically oh, exist twice. Self. You have one of All yourself right. going backwards, one of yourself going forward, so it's the same you. How does time ever progress in this world? I but I I don't know. That's why, and, why and, don't, what, 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 what if you go inverse, but you go beyond the the time where there's a turntable? What happens? Turn do you style. just you you just basically live eighty years backwards and then die? Right. Couldn't you theoretically just go back to your birth? I mean, what are yeah. we talking about? That's <laughs> what happens with. That's what happens oh my with. Gosh. That's what happens with super tall Max Mom, right? They're on this ship going backwards in time. Uh-huh. Pro gets off the ship at a designated time, which, by the way, there's not a turnstile there. So I don't know how all of a sudden he goes from moving backwards to moving forwards. I, I don't understand that. Unless there's a turnstile on the okay. ship that they never showed us. Is that what we're to understand? No, wait a second. The ship the ship is not... No, no. Oh, wait. You're you, losing you mean, us. You, yeah. you, mean, you, you mean the ship with the... Whoosh, 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 that ship. Uh, yeah, towards the, the end. Not, not, not Seder ship, but no. the tenant ship. Tenants, yeah, where they do all the debrief and the prep. So they're in verse. He, yeah, you're right. He gets off. Because he gets off and they say, she's got to go to another day. She's got to go to another day in the past. Yeah. So he jumps so I, out. I, I, don't, I don't know I, if there's a turnstile on that ship yeah, or if my, 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 my you can just change just your mind mid-route. No, no, I, I just think that they went somewhere where there was a turn, there was a turn, turnstile, and they just went. It had to be on the boat because aren't they all going into, like, containers and then coming out the other side? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Sorry, right. I guess that was on the boat? We're trying to over-explain this movie, man. We can't explain okay, this movie. Okay, so here's the explanation to this movie yeah, that I, said, that I teased in. you guys with last night. Yes, let's have it. Let's have it. It's all Christopher Nolan. I told the guys this earlier. I told you guys this. I'll tell the audience. I said earlier that Christopher Nolan breaks the fourth wall and tells the audience exactly how they should watch this movie through who? The scientist, the woman. The scientist, when she says, yeah. don't overthink it. Don't think yeah. it. You can't think about it. That's no, what Christopher Nolan is exactly her, doing that. He's telling you, he's like, you guys, you're not going to figure this out. It's crazy balls. You're never going to understand quote, it. Her exact quote, Phil, is don't try to understand it. That's what yeah. she says. No, I know. I have a screenshot of it on my computer, which I can't and show you right now, but like, I'll send it to yep, Chris. That's exactly right. And she I'm goes on to say, what does she say after that? Feel it. Feel it. She quotes Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> nah. Mark, so he, Mark. okay. So he, here's okay. So so we're, we're gonna wrap up the Kyle Reese conundrum and move back to the movie in a second. This is this is what I this is what I have to say, and and this goes back to kind of what we led in with. You know, with, the, he, here's the thing. I don't mind suspending belief for Star Wars. I don't mind a, a better analogy is Back to the Future. How do you put banana peels into the back of a DeLorean and go to the future? It, I it prefer to suspend my disbelief for movies like Harry and the Hendersons, but that's fine. You may proceed. That's, that's a good, or that's a good dream one. a little dream. That's, that, that's might, a good that one. might be well, what you guys are going to be watching soon. Or even, or even look, you know, Bill and Ted, you know, getting into a, getting into a, uh, you know, uh, whatever, a call box. Uh, phone, you, phone. you, you think it's reasonable to suspend belief and explanation for a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously? Yes, that's my. But problem. if you're Christopher no Nolan to and you're trying it. Right. Okay. And so if you are trying to convince me that this 
is a realistic future or a realistic possibility, then you have to make sense of it. That's my this problem. There's no levity in this movie. The first five minutes. No, 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 no. The, I, look, I'm just saying there's no mm. levity in the movie, right? Doc says, where we're going, we don't need roads. Like, there, there's no levity in the movie. So if the movie is 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 like like hardcore dramatic realism, I get it. I know what there you're has saying. to be. So that's my problem, right? So I don't have a problem with you know with Captain America being able to throw a round shield and it come back to him. That makes absolutely no physics sense. It's based on it's a Captain comic America, book. right? But like this is he writes these movies, and and, and I'll, I'll go one step further. This is mostly my problem with Nolan is that I feel like he has these high concepts, but he tries to, I feel like he tries to ground them, but as he, like Phil said, I feel but like he, he starts shooting it, and he's he like, oh crap, we can't it. explain this, but let's just go ahead and finish it. That's right, he should just totally, it. right, he should totally just be like, hey man, let's just do this thing, and it's yeah. not going to make any sense, let's have fun with it. Yeah. What you're telling me I is he, 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 he should have been the showrunner for Lost. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I'm okay. We'll talk about Lost. We'll talk about Lost. So, it, if you want to talk time stuff, let me throw. I can throw a couple out, and okay. then we need to talk about this movie. Okay, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Neil says at the end of the movie, when he goes back to do his thing, he says, "I'm weaving another pass in the fabric of this mission." Mm-hmm. What is that? Is that what you're going to do here? So, you're so just going to throw quotes I, at us and go, so, what? So, so no, I that's the only that, quote I'm going to give you. No, no. So I, I, I but How I think that's true. I think, are hang there on. five Neils or 20 Neils? Exactly. How many Neils are there? I think that, I honestly think, if not every, almost every Neil we see is a different version of Neil. I think oh he is gosh. going back and forth every time. I can't even talk about time. that. And that's what I'm saying, because that. even you see him, he comes back inverted at the very end to be shot, and that's where he dies, but we don't know where that Neil came from. But the Neil that was alive, that took the algorithm, is the Neil that goes to the opera house. Yeah. I, I still contend that's not true. Because you think he's inverse. So maybe there's another okay, I, version. He may not. He doesn't have to be inverse, but but that only raises my. And again, we keep, we don't have to rehash this over and over again. But it just raises my my confusion with how do forward moving people interact with inverse moving objects and yeah. people. And we don't have an answer for that, but we know it. And there happens. is no explanation for that. Obviously, yeah. it happens because the but protagonist if, but if you, does if you it at watch, the beginning. If you watch Neil though at the opera house, he doesn't walk away inverted. He walks away completely normal. Whoa. Once he gets the bullet, and he's he not turns wearing around. a mask, is he? Uh, he is. Uh, he's wearing a, a yeah. gas mask, but I don't yeah, see the gas any mask. oxygen. Yeah, he, yeah, he's not wearing the breathing. Yeah, but but if you watch, you have the you have the weird movement with the bullet, but then he turns around and he he and he runs off just perfectly. I love the way you say bullet, Chris. So, by the way, bullet, okay. bullet. None of this what? makes any sense, <laughs> though, man. All right, Donnie, like, go ahead. What, what, if what's I your load next, a guy's next? gun with a bunch of inverted bullets, it, it doesn't make sense. Then how do they get into the wall in front of you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. You just gotta what? What? You just gotta not. You gotta believe it. <laughs> you gotta oh feel my it. gosh! Whatever the crap that so is. Nuts. All right, Donnie, what you got? I, 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 I understand it. I was wondering, like, it. so if a guy if a guy dies in battle, doesn't he just Undie? Like I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I, I, no. I don't know. 
No, because because no, again, because let me answer this, Chris. Never, let me take a shot at this. Here's what I think. I, I want to take okay. a shot at this. To the people who are moving backward, it is not backward. It is their forward. So they're not moving beyond what has happened to them. Like they died. So if 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 I'm walking backwards and I get shot in the head, I die. Like, I'm still dead. Thanks. Thanks for yeah, that, so, bud. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. So, 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 Phil, so Phil's right. So, look. So, so, okay. So, Phil's so if right. We're, if we're walking down the street. Phil doesn't okay, even know what he just said, but he's right. Okay. I do know what <laughs> I said. Wait, look. It's listen. like, the, oh, I, okay, go ahead. I'm just kidding, if man. Me and Phil, physicist. Okay, now listen, listen, listen. If me and Phil, if we walk out of the house... We walk down the street into a, and only Phil walks into a turntable. Turnstile. Okay? Phil's gonna now be. Phil's now going to be walking right again, and I'm gonna be moving because Phil's going forward. I'm gonna be moving backwards back to the house. Okay. Yes. Now, if during this time I see weird backwards Phil, and I'm like, I need to shoot that guy, and I shoot him, then he he ends, and as I go forward, right with regular Phil. We just keep going, and then Phil disappears in the turntable, and I never turn see him style. again. Turnstile. Because his turnstile. Because when I say turnstile. <laughs> you turn said it like four times, man. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, okay. it, it, it makes sense. Phil's right. There, there's Go only to Marvel. one person. Go to there's Marvel, Donnie. If you, if, yeah, there's only one of you, and yeah, don't go to Marvel right. then. No. All right. Yep. Uh, we can't explain it. We tried. I think, I think we need to talk about this movie, dude. Okay. So let's let's wrap up with with, with the time I inverse stuff. Um, I, I I feel I feel like I really want to like the movie, and I feel like if if Nolan didn't try try to do like if he didn't spend so much time trying to explain it, I think I would be better. Right? Doc never comes out, and he, you know he's never like, "Oh, Marty, well, I just I I did this, and if and if the wind is blowing, and then I get the trash." Like he never explains it. He just says, "I gotta fuel up," and then they go. Like if 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 we would have just got like one scene where he's like, "Hey, there's some crap that's in verse. You know, you can go backwards in time. Let's just go do this movie." I feel like it would have it would have <laughs> I, I would have been able to enjoy it more. But they spend so much time trying to force you to understand it because it's it such a worse. big idea. Huge. You couldn't. You couldn't do that, Chris, because you'd be watching this movie like, oh, it's pretty rad. And then the actor looks over and blue guys are going. (laughs) And you'd go, whoa, 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 whoa. What? what?" That's Uh, Nolan's last three movies, though. Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. They all play with time in a crazy way. And they're all... Yeah, but Dunkirk plays with time in a way... in a, like as a story, but it's hard. But device. it's hard to understand at first if you don't catch it. It is hard to follow. You're yeah. dealing with three different timelines. It's kind of kooky. Yeah. But he like he just does that stuff to do it. Like I don't. I mean, whatever. And I don't care. I like Nolan's movies. They're very entertaining. This movie was highly entertaining. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't try to understand them anymore. Okay, no, no more time in verse stuff. Let's kind of get to, to let's talk about just the movie overall okay. without worrying about the headache that it yeah. gave us, and let's put some final thoughts on it. So, Donnie, what, what, what do you got? What do you want? What are you I talking think, about? This not time. Okay, uh, let's talk about a couple things here. Number one is I mentioned seeing it in the theater earlier. This movie is a theatrical movie, man. This is an epic of epic type movies. 
There are four scenes in particular in this movie that are just that epic feel. The first one is the opera house. That is a bunch of people in that room, bro. I mean, that is a yeah. lot of people. It's a great, it's a great scene. scene. And you and you feel yeah. like you feel dwarfed. I liked watching all those people. They pass all go out, out and yeah. like and waves yeah. are like and you're and you uh-huh. feel dwarfed by that scene. Like this is a whole this is a whole theater of people, man. And all these ex- the explosion and all the all the stuff going on. The second one is the uh, the Freeport scene with the plane. That thing is that yes, is just massive. Movie. Like let's have a giant plane. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Ne- Neil cracks me up because he's like, "How big of a plane?" He's like, "That's kind of the crazy part." It's like, yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> you just wrecked a whole plane into a building, Christopher Nolan. The third scene is the is the heist scene where they. I do wait. I do. I, I do like when they're talking about the plane and what what does the guy say? He's like that's. He said he says that's. Uh, it's just something about it's he crazy. Says something. And he's like, no, that's yeah. not the crazy part. He's like, the crazy part is the size of the plane or something. No, no, no. That's Neil part. No, no. The, the the other guy when he asks him and he's like, he says no. He he says he says that's going to be difficult or something. And the guy's like, oh, that's okay. Difficult's okay. I thought you were going to say that's that's oh, nuts. Yeah. Like that, yeah, like yeah, their yeah, whole yeah. interaction planning that scene was really, yeah. really that, funny. Th- but that scene is amazing. Um, the the heist scene where they surround the armored truck with all the the fire truck and the yeah. oh man that that was scene great. is that was a great incredible. Scene. Like that that it's it's thrilling. I have one problem okay. with that scene. It's just a no, logistical problem. Why is logistic. the protagonist? Why is the protagonist? in the black BMW or Mercedes or whatever, if he's just going to climb out of it and get, get on the fire, on truck, the fire right? truck. Cause him and Neil got to <laughs> like, have some interaction, why bro. They got to be together, man. They're bro. Why wouldn't you just, okay. Then they're, let Neil drive down. the fire truck. Right. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> they're blowing down, man. The risk involved in like, all right, I'm going to climb out this window while we're you moving. Give John, just so I can ride him, on the side. David Washington, his hero scene, getting out of that car and climbing on that truck. That scene is, yeah, is man. incredible though. Cool. Like uh, yeah, it's, it's reminiscent really of the Dark Knight when they flip the semi in the in the road. It's it's yep. big, absolutely. It's huge, and you're just like, holy cow, man! And then the last one is, of course, the the end battle scene, which is insane. There's people everywhere. This large scale. I don't understand any. Oh, of I don't. That. I don't understand it. Let's not go there again. But it's. <laughs> but it, it looks. It great. looks fantastic. It looks, it looks amazing. Th- this movie. But they got guys from the future and the past shooting it with rocket launchers. I and don't know. Who are the people they're around. shooting people at? People getting stuck in walls. I don't even know who they're Yeah, are they shooting I don't at even each know other? Who their enemy is. <laughs> they're Satyr's people. They show we don't yeah, we no have no clue. idea. No we clue. have no idea. Because what we're will, learning I, in the will, process uh, is that Seder is actually sending he's communicating with the troops in real time. Yeah. 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 Sure. Like he sent Volkov or whatever to go trick. Right. He's talking to, to them and at the very moment He's that it's like, happening. Yeah. But yeah. my point is the is yeah. the um, epic nature of Nolan's movies. That, it, the guy makes a great movie, man. I mean he just he's yeah, fantastic. No doubt. He makes something that you love to yeah. look at. And yeah, I I do I, I think the first IMAX movie that I saw um, as far as like like theatrical movie, I'm you know I saw like nature movies right. and stuff. But the first theatrical IMAX movie I saw was Dark Knight. Oh, wow. And um, you know the, the the scenes when he's in Hong Kong and you know flying off the oh, building, yeah. and then of course the you know the truck scene that you mentioned earlier, just kind of the, all the Gotham shots in IMAX. Yeah, I mean he he knows he knows how to shoot a great movie. I I, I would throw in there the hall the hall uh, hallway scene, the fight. That I mean. Bro. 
it is bananas that you are that they that they were able to shoot a a a forward and an inverse. Yeah. The Fine. actors, like it's some of the actors had to do that. They filmed yeah. some of this movie they backwards. To, they had yeah. to. It yeah. is, yeah. It's but I know, but that one specifically has both of them together, yeah. which is crazy. it is yeah. it is mesmerizing to watch it both times when they show it from yeah. one angle, and you're like, "Holy cow! How that guy gets crawl across the floor backwards or whatever?" <laughs> and then you watch it in inverse, and you're like, "Holy cow!" It still looks weird the other way. It's it's crazy. It's but it's fun. It's super fun to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I no. feel like Christopher Nolan movies are the cyber truck of movies. They're great the to look at, but they don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. <laughs> hey, man, we need right Tesla there. to advertise the on the episode. show. Don't knock, don't knock it, okay? <laughs> this right. episode is brought to you by the cyber yeah, truck. Man. That's right. That's right. It looks um, the same going forwards and backwards, just like this yeah, movie. No doubt. Uh, so I, I said I said earlier that the the movie really had no levity and and, and I want to just walk that back a little bit. I thought there were there were like very charming um, one liners and were, stuff actually, that I actually yeah. found really really good. I I love the scene where um, where the protagonist is is leaving uh, the. Uh, uh, what's her name? The uh, the the weapons dealer, Sonia or Priya? No, Priya, um, and she's like, "Did I you watch have- this movie?" Nah. <laughs> I don't remember names. Fair I don't enough. remember names. Nah. Crap, I can't I can't remember all my kids' names. So, um, they uh, but when when she's like, you know, you got in here, so you must have had a way to get out, and he's like, "Yeah, but not one I like." Right. <laughs> no. Just like little one liners. There's like one liners like that all through it, and I, I just think when it's Kat great. says I, I, there, Kat says some- they went on a nine million dollar vacation, he goes, "Where'd you go, Mars?" <laughs> <laughs> There was quite a few little one-liners yeah. in there. I, I liked it. I yeah. liked that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I love the little meet-cute um, between them two at the diner the first time. Um, or the, the or not the diner, the, like the restaurant when when Cat and the protagonist get together, you know, for the first like, like their first time, they're really kind of right. talking, and uh, and at the end he 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 tells her, you know, he's, he's like, you know, wait for my call, or I forget exactly what he says, and she's like, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be calling, oh, and he's yeah. like, you may be surprised, right. you may be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did man. feel yeah. like some good I did feel like the protagonist throughout the course of this movie, they did a good job of giving you this sense that he really doesn't, he's kind of out of his depth. Yes. Um, most of the movie, like when she's like, obviously if you knew Tomas, you'd know he doesn't walk anymore. And he's like, well, we spoke on the phone. And she's like, he doesn't do that either. Yeah. And uh, and like, so he's just like winging it. Yeah. Because he has no yeah, idea. Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine comments on his suit. He like is he wear the audience. Yeah. Right, he's like, your suit's not gonna cut it, dude. He's yeah. the audience in this movie, right? Because yep. it is the, it is the, it is to him that she says, "Don't try to understand yep. it." Yeah. And so he's just kind of coming along for the ride, like, "I need yeah. a better suit." Yeah, okay. Yeah, but then what right. do we find out at yeah. the end? He's he's the he's the head honcho of everything. He's in charge. Yep. He's running he runs the whole show. Yeah. The temporal pincer movement, yeah. whatever that is. All right, so that's actually going to bring us to let's just kind of give final thoughts real quick, um, and then uh, and then we're gonna, as always, we're gonna give our review of this movie, which should be relatively interesting. So let's go around, Robin, um, Phil. How about you, man? Any any final thoughts? Anything you want to say before we wrap up with uh, with Tenant here? Well, I kind of thought that my whole uh, Christopher Nolan breaking the fourth wall thing was the most profound thing I've ever ever said. So I don't know what else to say. It was pretty great. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, man, I, I'm with you guys on the fact that I really, I actually did really enjoy this movie. I watched it 
twice by myself. Like, my wife wasn't interested in watching it either time. My son didn't want to watch it with me the first time. He doesn't live at home anymore now, so he wasn't around the second time. And it's like, I don't but – but it reminded me, like, like it's – it's probably because it's an experience and, and it takes sitting down and paying attention. And, um, and these movies do that. And it was, it was a truly entertainment experience. Uh, I really liked it a lot. I will say this. I tried to watch it last night in bed and fell asleep with an hour left in it. Uh, but that's just it's age. Long. That's just age. <laughs> It is, it is but, it is long. I I will uh, I will kind of echo that. I I I feel like Nolan has a uh, like a Steven Spielberg esque you know flair about him. Like he knows how to make a movie that you want to watch. Like it's engaging. It's action packed. It's shot well. It's acted well. You know it's scripted well. Like I, I mean everything you, works. Yeah. Have you ever seen a Chris Nolan movie you didn't like? No, yeah, and that's and that's and that's what I mean. Like, like everything works. Like, like, like I couldn't watch this movie and say, you know, this was a bad movie. It's it's just I feel like he he jumps into the deep end, and and maybe sometimes it's a little deeper than than it should be. Um, but I, but I I agree. I, I think that the action set pieces were great. I think the acting was fantastic. I, I'm a giant fan of John David Washington now. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think the scripting is really well. It, it does a good job of just giving you um you know good dialogue and character building moments which i think is really good and it gives you just enough to kind of piece together you know some some things between the characters and stuff which i thought was really cool um yeah i mean uh, again the Kyle Reese thing it always it's always going to break it for me and uh and so uh, i think that 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 you know like i said earlier i, I think they didn't spend so much time trying to explain it poorly that i would have probably enjoyed it a little bit better but um but you, look i i ended up I, I watched this four times the first week i watched it twice in, in preparation for this for this show so so i have i've watched it six times and um and, and it's good i mean every time i've been engaged and i've enjoyed it so let me ask you this question it's long. do you it's, a, it it's long. two and a half hours it's long. two and a half it's, hours it is the long. credits for this movie though are much shorter than the credits for wandavision <laughs> My son's my Spoilers. son's last year that's of true. his life is shorter than the credits for one. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty great. Donnie, final thoughts on your side. Anything you want to add to the uh, to the puzzle? Here uh, yeah, we, I, we hinted at this earlier, but I, this the movie's great. Um, but um, what is with Nolan and and um, dialogue, man? Like I don't. Isn't there somebody on his on his directorial team that's like, hey, dude. Like, we want to hear people actually talking. Like, this seems important. What he's saying right now, put it, put it. It's like it goes back to Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. You're like, this, this, this seems important. Shouldn't we put this, like, in, you know, like, where we, we can uh, hear it? We get that in Dunkirk, too. Tom I Hardy, know. when he's in a pilot, he's like, I know. It's ridiculous. No it's crazy town. I watched both times with subtitles on. I did too. This yeah. time I was like, yeah, I can't, I don't understand yeah. any of this, what, what this guy's saying in this scene. So that's my big complaint. I think it's everybody's complaint with Nolan is what the heck, man. It's like, yeah. isn't there somebody on that, on that staff that can be like, Hey man, like let's hear some voices. 
Uh, secondly, yeah. love the acting. We no, none of us mentioned um, Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's a, menacing. He's a great yeah. villain. Yeah, and I never. I'm going to say words I never thought I would say. I like Robert Pattinson. Like oh, he he's was great. great. He. I mean, uh, like I've always, he, I've always really liked him, but he was great. He's going to be Batman. He has broken Batman. from the yeah. teen. Like Twilight, no. Twilight brooding, thought, heartthrob yeah. guy. He's great in this movie. I thought he was I awesome. Thought, yeah, he is great. I thought he would go the way of like Hayden Christensen, like never get out of that shadow of Twilight. But he he's great. And um, yep. he's good. Like I said, this movie is totally epic. It's totally theatrical, big. Just you know everything about it. I don't understand a lick of it beyond the first two seconds. But I, I don't, don't understand the end. I don't understand no, the end. Heck no. no okay. And I mean, well, like, when the, the th- when the three of them are standing there and they're like, we're, no one leaves the field. Like, was he suggesting they're going to kill each other? Oh, yeah. They were They yeah, were supposed to kill each other. Yeah. They were supposed to all go hide their their peace and then kill themselves. Yeah. No, no, no. But, and like, that's why before he says, that, before yeah. that, when it's yeah, assembled. Beard was going to kill them. Yeah. Kill and them. take the Yeah, he take says, the you're not going to really look for us. And he's like, yeah, I am. Like, yeah. I'm going to come after you to kill you because yeah. you know where this thing is hidden and nobody can know that. So here's my question. Super quick question. At the end, um, protagonist says it's it's the unexploded bomb that's the most dangerous. And and Cat mm-hmm. and the, the kid are walking away. Max, is he talking about Max or Cat? Because they as he says it, they pan to them. So I'm, I don't know if there's a bigger meaning in that. Like she is the key or Max is the key to everything. I don't know. Or maybe he's talking about himself. I don't know that either. But whatever. not going to try to explain it. Um, <laughs> but um, I think that's that's pretty much it. I, I love Nolan. I, w- I don't think I could sit and have a conversation with that dude because I think I would just be drooling by the end of it. I think it would be but, funny if you met him and he's like a total caveman. Like, like a moron. Like, dude, uh, man. Uh, time I travel. I, I just told my friend and we made a movie. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he does write with his brother, so maybe his brother does all yeah, the, the deep Maybe. Thinking, so. I agree um, with you, Chris, 100%. I think a, that he tried to over-explain. I think if you dive into this yeah. and you're just like, whatever, this is what's happening, go with that. I, and yeah. I would be good with that. Well, I, I think back to I think back to Prestige, which I think may still be my favorite movie that he's done. But okay. right, Prestige, uh, spoilers for Prestige. But like the the kind of the core of that is a machine that is created that can clone yourself. Okay, right. never in that movie do they try to explain how that happens. It just right. he just, just made a machine it. and it does it. And hey, that's, Tesla was it in that. Works. Te- yeah, te- exactly. Tesla Tesla was in that. So um, so there this you go. Cybertron. This episode brought to you by. Cybertron. So, um, so, so, so for me, like that works. Same thing. Same thing. Like I really enjoy Inception. Right? Inception. They have this machine in a briefcase that you stick in your arm and you it, yeah. dream things. They never explain where they came from. No. Nope. But 
but it doesn't matter because they don't try to. They spend more time talking about like the abstract of what it does rather than the actual the actuality of how it works. And I feel like this is where Interstellar specifically and now you know Tenet really veer off is that they spend too much time trying to explain the science or the details behind the thing that we don't really need. If you just told me you could invert time and then just let it be at that, you walk in this machine and now you're going backwards in time. Great. Now let's tell the, the same story with but without all of the bulk i think that that's that's better okay let's right. let's uh so every time uh we we do this uh show we like to rate the movies uh some obscure uh thing for fun so i'll go first i would give this uh let's say 18 uh bloody plier teeth out of uh 36 <laughs> i don't i forgot about that scene where they really that's by the way my my theory i texted you guys this early on in the watching my theory is the whole thing is he's dead he dead. took the pill. <laughs> oh no! It's He's Jacob's dead. ladder. It's the Jacob's oh, ladder it's scenario. It's all the movies. It's all the movies I don't understand. I just say that guy's dead. <laughs> Fall back. He died. So there you go. Seventeen bloody plier pulled teeth out of thirty six. Uh, Phil, what do you got, man? What would you rate oh, this man, uh, I would so, movie? I would say uh, uh, five inverted bullets and five moving bullets. For a so total your rating is 10. zero. They cancel <laughs> each other no, out. In Nolan fashion, in Nolan it's fashion, a that's a ten. That's a, okay. it, it's a ten for a short period of time when they're both. A ten and then it's not. <laughs> it's ten and wow. then it's not. It's five, five, uh, five, 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 ten, five, five, five. All right, Donnie, how about you, man? I will give Tenet um, seventy-two bloody gold bars. <laughs> inverted, inverted, blood inverted. Inverted. That's right. Inverted. Worst special effect in the whole movie is the blood on the gold. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It doesn't look real believable. That's, I that's want cool. one of those boats though. The, a catamaran that is amazing. Oh, that I, was great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I could change my More rating epic. to ten. Uh, ten Kenneth Branagh almost deaths. How many times <laughs> I got almost dying? Oh, I mean. Oh, I how mean, about seventy-two yeah. Kenneth Branagh? Head smashes into the side of a boat. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That she pushes his dead body off the side. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. I think just crunches, oh, crunches that neck. No, no, no. All right, that is it for Tina. We yeah. hope you enjoyed uh, enjoyed that um, that that uh, inverted time. This is where we play the um, the um, uh, Billy Madison clip. Mr. Madison. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. He says, he says, nip high football rules, and the crowd goes crazy. And then when he finally calmed down, that guy just sucks the wind right out of the room. He's like, everything you just said, total garbage. Now we're on, now we're on Billy Madison. I understand that movie. Makes sense. Talk about Billy, Madison, Billy Madison also, is about a guy who is inverted yeah. through school. So there's a I connection. Gonna, yeah. I was going to say a uh, time travel movie. He goes Time's back out. to kindergarten. Back in time. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. But can you explain the penguin, right? Um, okay. So uh, 
I want to uh, I want to give a shout out real quick as we wrap the show up to our amazing new uh, music. So uh, our our man Phil here yeah, uh, dropped some some brand new dropping you know, podcast some beats music, upon us, which was nice. So I hope you guys enjoyed that at the top of the show. It was good. You did good, man. Uh, so you can listen, you can subscribe and review our podcast, um, really, uh, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we're out there, Movie Squad Podcast. Uh, if you do want to watch the video version of our... That's right. You guys Squad! Are the Squad. That's right. <laughs> if you uh, prefer to watch the show, uh, you can do that on YouTube. Just search for The Movie Squad. And uh, that's it. That's our show. And until next time, just remember, no good movie gets left behind. So uh, you guys all finished WandaVision, right? Yes. Okay, and you hated I, it. I right? actually think I finished WandaVision before anyone else. That's true. I, Which, I think that, well that, is, done, that sir. is actually true. Well, I stayed well on done. top of that. I stayed on top of that. Yeah. But I didn't well, even like for... it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so let's okay. So let's talk about it. So I I would I would say the first four episodes of WandaVision are fantastic, uh, like nine out of ten. And then I would say the entire rest of WandaVision is like a two out of ten. So what does that average out to? What are you know. basing I, that I on? I hated the ending. basing it on comic uh, comparison. No, 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 no comic book comparison at all. Just just as the show stands, I loved the conceit of a different uh, TV genre per episode. I thought that was very clever. I thought it was well done. I loved it. Like it made me want to go watch the Dick Van Dyke show after the first episode. Like I thought it was great. great I show. like old TV. I thought it was great. Um I like the twist at the end of 4 where you get uh Pietro coming back. And remember we talked about this on our th on our text thread because it was the Pietro from from Fox and again Disney now owns Fox. So there's nothing stopping them from bringing those actors in, um, you know, from that universe. They they could blend the universes together. And in a show that's Except all that about they just blending. told us that's not really Quicksilver. Yeah, that's true. No, that, so that's the problem. But so, so you're you're answering. So I'm I'm answering up until episode number four. I thought I thought holy crap, this is going to be amazing. Like we're now opening up the door where Hugh Jackman could come back and play like 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 Wolverine. Um, you know, for a scene, or you could have Michael Fassbender, who is fantastic as Magneto, come and be Magneto in the Marvel Universe whenever they introduce X Men. But then you can recast people that you want to. So if you want a new Cyclops, or if you want a new, you know, Storm, or whatever, you can do those kind of things. But you do have the ability to pick and choose if you wanted to do that. I also think that you know Pietro is is really core to the Scarlet Witch story, and I think that he would play a really cool role. And so I thought, okay, bringing Quicksilver back, I think, is a great move. You know, especially in the TV world. Quicksilver is not a movie character, but he would be great in a, in a TV series, you know, somewhere down the road. And so when I saw this, I thought I thought this was great. And then they and then they just retcon it. It just it means absolutely nothing. The guy's name is Boner. I mean, it, it was like the biggest slap in the face. When he said he, his name was Ralph Boner, I almost I legit almost turned off the episode. Like I'm like I I'm, I I don't even want to watch like there's nothing you could do in the show that would redeem what just happened. That's how I felt. Oh I'll stop gosh. talking. <laughs> it was crap. 
Uh, I okay, so I sorry, Don. Go, go ahead. ahead. If you want to. No, you go ahead. Man. Well, I, I'll say this: like I did not enjoy the first two episodes. I did not know what was going on. I was wondering if they were going to give us a clue. Um, I get it now, and it's fine now. Now that I watched it. I did need. Well, I'm just saying. I I'm I just I did need them to tie it back to the Marvel universe, and you would comment it at one point. You're like, "Oh, great! Now it's just another Marvel movie." And it's like, "Well, what do you want it to be?" I I want. Do you just so- want nine episodes of like '90s genre TV? Like, you got to give us a story that ties it to the next Doctor Strange movie, right? So well, yeah, but that but it didn't, and, and we'll talk about that in a second. But he, he here, so so let, let me and, and Donnie, we'll get you in here in a second. Let me. Have let me you say, seen the next Doctor one. Strange movie? <laughs> let me, huh? Have you, you already say? seen she the is. next Doctor Strange? No, 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 no. No, I'm no, saying no, no, you're I, saying it didn't tie us to that. It set up the whole magic world. Well, yeah, but okay, we'll talk about it in a second. Hang on. Okay, fine. hang on, Phil. Sorry. Back off, man. Um. So so, to answer your question, there was a comic book. Um, that that this was loosely based on, uh, where Scarlet Witch's powers in the comics is that she can basically change reality, um, which you kind of see here. And so, uh, so what I wanted was something more akin to that, where Wanda is the bad guy. She and, is the bad guy. I mean, yeah, and she does, she does. But I, she's I feel horrible. Like they, she's awful. No, no, I agree. I agree. I I, I, I agree. But she wasn't in control. And, and and that and so was she not? So I, I, I didn't, I didn't like the parable, but 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 Phil, to answer your question though, so like in in the comic books, what she does is she creates this entire reality where like Magneto rules over everything, like he's like right. like the king. Because Magneto's her dad she, in the comics, right? Yeah, in the comics, yeah. So Magneto's like r- like rules over everything, and she's like a princess, and she has you know she's married to Vision, she has her kids, and everything is perfect, and so she like creates this this perfect world in her view in the comics. So whenever we came into the show, they, they, they take that core idea and the fact that Wanda is creating what she, what she understands to be like a perfect stable life, which is what she saw. And we all, and we all do that, right? Like we all watch TV and TV is not reality, but we, but even growing up, we're like, Oh, I want a family like that. Or I want a wife like that or a husband like that. Or I want to, I want a job like that or whatever. Like, like we envision, you know, in these shows, like, like our, our concept and idea of the world. And so she, she is now able, because of her power, she's able to, to create that version of what she thinks a marriage should be, which I thought was I, I thought was brilliant. I thought it was great, and it and it ties back into what she does in the comics. So that's so so that that, that I didn't right. have a problem with that. And obviously they do they do tie it back, you know, based on that. All right, Donnie, uh, what do you got, man? Well, I, I, two things I was going to say. Number one, she is the bad guy. She does which is, terrible which, things. Which I, I am glad they didn't shy people. away from that. I was really afraid they were going to. Yeah. Um. She's, she does awful things to this whole, whole town, this whole city. She takes over their lives and makes them do whatever whim she has for them. And the second thing, and this is this seems obvious to me, when I got to the end of this, the la- you know, when I realized what was happening in, I don't know, episode six, seven, whatever, is when I, I started hating it because I realized... Why can't she just do this whenever and with whatever and whenever she wants? Why does she hijack real people to be hijacked into being slaves? 
Why can't because she I don't just think she a... can create a false reality. She can only Why manipulate not? the reality that exists. What? what? She Why takes she... the current reality and uses them as set pieces and rearranges them. She so just, that's her she... power? Is that her thing? That's what she did. She rewrites reality, yes. Yeah. And that's she, what she doesn't does create like a hologram. Anything. Okay, what, what does she do with Vision's body when she takes Nothing. It? She Where doesn't he... take it. She doesn't. White Vision is Vision's body. Okay. She does. Well, she then, never takes right. the body. Caucasian then how come vision. she can make Vision, but not all the other people? If you're saying she can only manipulate the reality, then how is she able to have yes. Vision if so, he's not there? Sure. So that is that is the anomaly because they shared the Mind Stone whenever she destroyed it. You know what you sound like right now? You know what you sound like? You sound like Christopher Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Christopher Nolan. You sound like Christopher Nolan right now. (laughs) Tied it back. Tied it back. I mean that that so so that I mean that's that's the reason that the show gives you. I I think that the I think the reality of it is that if she was to do that, she could she couldn't Vision is a part of herself, so she manifests her sadness and her hurt into a person. She couldn't do that for dozens of people. Like like that's too extraneous for her to be able to do that from her own being. So it, it was just one. But they also shared the Mind Stone. Like she destroyed the Mind Stone. Um, you know, so, so her. If you remember in, in the end of Infinity War, you know she she destroys it. Yeah, I remember. And so like she's kind of phasing with it. And so there, there's there's a connection there that she has now. So um, quickly, emphasis on quickly. Hey, how does Agatha Hart was it Harkness? Harkness. Mm-hmm. What is her role? She sees that Wanda is doing this thing, and she decides to get in on it. She wants to or hijack is she that power. A part of it from the she beginning. She wants the power. Yeah. So, so she, she, so uh, her, her, her basic premise is she wants to be the greatest witch. I just think well, of it. Don't like we that. all? I mean, come on. So exactly. I mean, that's that's what I want. Yeah. So when, when she when she saw like you know so, so so again going back to the idea that 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 I don't think Wanda controls this. So to answer to answer your other question that you asked, Donnie, like why couldn't she just right, right, if she just wanted vision, why didn't she just get him get, get that that cabin that she has at the end of the show? Just create fake vision, yep. create fake kids, and just be happily ever after, yep. right? Why but, not? But I don't think she can do it. And that's what she kind of alludes to at the end. Like, it was an emotional outcry, and it just, like, subconsciously created. And that's why at the end, she tells Monica, she's like, I don't I don't understand these powers, but I'm going to. And then she leaves. And okay. so, so so I think it was just an emotional outburst. And when that outburst happens, I think that it, it gets Agatha's, you know, attention. Because obviously she's got her, like, witch radar on, and she's like, oh, I need to get in on that. Yeah. And so she, you know, she, radar, she, yeah. she came in. Of course. Witch radar. Yeah, man. So, there you go. Yeah, um, I didn't like... I don't think they did... Uh, Agatha... I said this in the text. I think they... Her makeup was bad. I don't even like her costuming. I thought that was cheese Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Um, I, I go back to... Catherine Hahn... She's great. She fantastic as Agnes. She was so good. Yeah. So good. And I, I got to imagine she's going to pop up again... In the MCU, right? I mean, they're not just gonna like send. I mean, she's oh, gonna come yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna have a so, storyline. So, uh, so I, so I, I mentioned this to you guys. Um, we were talking about this a lot, and and, and I, I said that I thought Doctor Strange may show up in the finale, which would lead into the movie. But I said all of that not 
not being mindful of the fact that Doctor Strange doesn't come out till March of 2022. So what actually makes me think is that we, I, and I, and I told you guys this, I think we may get a season two of WandaVision next January and or February that would bring Agnes back. Because if you remember at the end, Ag, you know, Agatha tells her, she's like, you're going to need me for what's coming. And then she's like, well, then I'll know, I'll, I'll know where, I'll know where to find you. So, so, so I think that the next show, well, and it the, may not in be the called comics, WandaVision, and in it the may comics, be called like Agatha, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, in the comics, so Agatha is her coat her like trainer trainer yeah absolutely yes yeah trainer. and then and then i want to see wanda that montage her. and then wanda, wanda kills her because she hides the kids from her but that's that's a whole other thing so um so so and i'm not saying this wandavision season two i'm saying there may be like an uh, it may be like called the scarlet witch or something but i think we will get another show with scarlet witch and agatha getting ready and i think that will lead in to Doctor Strange too. That that's that's so. Just so I have a witches, question. I, I have a question. This is the question for witches. me. Witches. That's good. Marvel witches. That's not what I said. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> um. So, Vision and Caucasian Vision. Yes. Are albino ma- vision. Let's call them albino cream, vision. cream 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 yeah. cream. I thought it was are, more uh, mother of pearl. Are mind battling? <laughs> yes. And they're talking about the the ship of Theseus. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "I am Vision," and he touches him, and he puts all of his memories into him. That is correct. <laughs> Where does he go? Fake Vision puts his memories into Ivory Vision. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and yes. Ivory Vision gets the pan out of town. So he, he so he here's here's what you need to. What Is he having a Hulk because, moment where he's got to go like find himself? So and, so look, ooh, I like that. Here you go. So so Vision, right, had the Mind Stone, which allowed him the one thing that an android doesn't have. Right Sentience. now, now we're Star Trek, you know, data, right? So he has, doesn't have emotion, right? He he doesn't have that that part. Of, he's just binary. Right. right. So now now Ivory Vision is 100 percent binary. He didn't have an interaction with the Moonstone or with the Mindstone. So he doesn't have that that ability. So now he's got all the memories of what he's done, but he can't feel any of it. And so he's just confused and kind of lost about what's going on. So he went out to figure out what the crap's going on. So here's what I can. OK, so yes, I, Philip, the answer to your question is yes. Yeah, yeah he's, it's okay. a whole moment. Yeah, it's a whole so I kind of thought I didn't think about the Mind Stone thing. I kind of thought the hex was going to disappear and that was how they were going to reveal to us that vision is now real. Oh. And he wasn't going to disappear, right? It was going to be like, and he was yeah. going to be standing there. And he'd be like, oh, you know what, though? You know what? You were wrong. Right. But in the comics I read, that is what happens in that they stay together, but they don't have, they don't have any affection for like love or whatever because he's an android. Well, and that's what kind of happens here. So Ivory Vision, she she will eventually get, and that's why if we do a second season, and if they do a Wanda Vision season two, it will probably be about her 
finding you know ivory vision and, and the the issue is is that vision remembers marrying her and being with her and loving her but he can't feel it and so he ends up staying with her but there's, there's a lot of contention because he, he can't express yeah. himself the way that you know that, that color, but he, he will probably adapt does. adopt some role as a guardian a protector because yeah. mm-hmm. he has all of that in him yes absolutely yeah. Maybe a donor. And, and, and he's back. I, 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 he'll, he'll be back. I, I, actually, the vision stuff is my favorite part of this, this whole thing. Uh, I, I think I think Ivory Vision was great. I love their interaction in the library, kind of figuring each other out. I thought it was – I love that they're not just like every other superhero and just pounding themselves into to the walls. You know, I mean, they do that for, for a minute, but then they kind of stop, and they're, they're too intellectual to be like, hey, we should just smack each other for a while. Like, they actually talk it out, which, which I think is, is great. Um, I, I thought the ending was, was really touching. Um, I got more emotionally stirred when they were saying goodbye to the kids or goodnight to the kids. I thought that was, that was you know, pretty touching. And then, I, you know, I, 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 I love the, the last scene. Like, like, I still got a little choked up a little bit with the last scene uh, between both of them, right? If, if we, we've said goodbye before, which is, mean, is reason to say that we will say hello again. Like, that whole interaction with them was very sweet and very touching. Um, but I feel like it just falls flat because the middle part just doesn't work for me. But. Vision has the best line in this series when he says, what is love, what is grief, but love, love? like never ending. Right. Oh, this like, yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's the exact quote, but it's like grief is just because yeah. you continue because love continues to go on. And I was like, that's right. man, yeah. that is some stuff. And then yeah. he talked about the ship of Theseus. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy's the bomb. Yeah. I mean, Fun Paul fact. Paul Bettany as Vision is fantastic. Awesome. I mean, he's great. I mean, I see yeah. Paul Bettany, I think of a Knight's Tale. And never seen was, that. Gosh. I never seen that. Oh, it's good. Oh, we gotta put that on the list. Yeah, it, it, it's weird, but it's good. <laughs> it's I like it. Heath Ledger's in that. So too. here's yeah. my follow up on this. Are you, so as we're recording now, tomorrow is the Falcon and the Snowman. I mean, Winter, that's Winter, the one. Not that. Soldier. That's the one. That is an '80s movie. What is it called? Winter Soldier. Winter, the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And the Falcon. Winter Soldier. Winter, and Winter the Soldier Falcon. and the Falcon. Or is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? Falcon and Winter Soldier. The Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. Are you guys excited about that? I forgot it was oh, coming out tomorrow. Yes, I'm super excited. I can't wait. I think it's great. Yeah. Winter Soldier is one of my favorite characters. Like, like one of my favorite B tier characters. I think he's great. Um, so, and I think and I love their interaction. Great. I have to say though, Chris, if funny. he was so great, he wouldn't be a B level character. No, I don't I, think he's I, gonna I be mean, moving forward. Well, no, but see, I, I disagree. I mean, he's never I, gonna I, be I Star Cap. I think they're gonna let Falcon be Cap. Um, at least for a while. So I, I don't think, um, but, but I wish Cap, Bucky was. Right? He was, he was dubbed he, as the new so, Captain America, right? Well, Captain America, he was gave given him the, the shield. shield. Yes. Okay. But that's because so, the so, so, railroad runaway hasn't gotten it yet. So a little, so a little, a little what? comic, a little, a little comic, a little comic means. history. So, so, uh, we do actually have Falcons, um, Sam Wilson, becoming Captain America for a little while in right, the comics. Right, in the comics. But we also have Bucky, after Captain America gets shot and, and killed, uh, Bucky actually steps up. And Bucky is probably my favorite Captain America. He's so good. He wears a black suit with, like, shiny red, white, and blue, and he carries a gun, and he's bad at So um, I, I'm all about Winter Soldier Captain America. Um, 
hope what I would love to see is both of them become Captain America at the end of this. And you have like one like Avengers Captain America and Falcon, and then you have like one like covert ops Captain America going around. So not like Black Widow. one singular Captain America where they merge like Voltron. Yeah, not that. No, I, okay. I, don't, I don't want that at all. Okay. No, I don't no, either. That's a, I think that's, yeah, that's terrible. No, that's that's a terrible idea. Um, yeah, and then the, and then they just announced Loki. Uh, Loki's coming June eleventh. They just announced that. Uh, that's a series. As well, yeah, Loki series is June eleventh. Yep. I can't keep. All it. right, I think that's about uh, that's about it. Um, One division is is okay. Um, I I, uh, I would rate it I, okay. I, I wish that the latter half was more like the former half. Um, but, uh, but, but I, I do think there's some interesting things there. I, I think that ivory vision is going to play a big part in what, what comes next. I do think we're going to get a lot of witch stuff with both Wanda and Agatha, because now we do have, um, the dark home, which is the magic book that she was reading. That's definitely tied directly to Dr. Strange. They even told her, uh, I don't know if you remember, Agatha tells her whenever she reveals herself as the Scarlet Witch, that she is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, which that's spoilers that's dr strange he's a sorcerer supreme uh -huh. so she's technically more powerful than him so there but you know she's untrained and and not you know and uh she doesn't well, and according to power, so. uh according to uh the first sorcerer supreme in endgame dr strange was supposed to be the best the the greatest among us so i don't know how yeah yeah, yeah so it's so i i actually i'm i'm i will say Post WandaVision, I'm more excited for Doctor Strange 2 than I was. Uh, I really, I really like Scarlet Witch, and I think they did a really good job with her. I've, I'm glad they finally named her. She got a cool suit. I'm, I'm down with all that. And I, and I, I know I'm probably maybe the only one on this on this panel, but I actually really like Elizabeth Olsen too. I think she's great. Thanks, so, fine. Um, so yeah, so so anyway, so I'm I'm excited. I, I'm excited. It, it didn't it didn't deter me from what's coming. I just was less excited than I wanted to be for the overall series. Well, the only thing, my only beef with Elizabeth Olsen is the same beef that Pietro and Agatha have with her. And that is, I don't understand her accent. I don't is, either. Does, does she have one yeah, I mean, or, I, I, or I, doesn't they, she have they one? They kind of address it. Or what? They kind of address it. Like she, she plays the part. So when she's in, when she's in the hex, you know, living through these different, eras or these different you know genres she plays she plays the part anytime she goes out of the heck she has it at the very end she has it so gotcha what about photon yeah What's so that? i so for, first off What's i was photon? kind of just, that? no Monica no Rambo. so I, th I think she i think she's gonna go with the name spectrum oh. Okay. Uh, would be my guess because of you kind of the way that her powers looked it looks like it's going to be more of uh, more spectrum but um she so monica rambo's had a couple of different names uh, a couple of different monikers uh, in the comics but uh, she'll play she'll play a, a very interesting part um we we do know that they are doing a secret invasion series later on this year um so that's going to be basically sword and nick fury's show which makes sense that monica is now linked to Nick Fury, you guys got that right at the end when she said he wants to speak to you. That's Nick Fury. You guys got that right. I gathered. I don't okay. No, actually, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I was gonna play like I did. I don't. I. I thought I, it was. I thought I it didn't. was. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> no, yes. the head Cree or scr scroll. The head scroll from. Oh yeah, Marvel. Talos. Yeah. No. So if you, yeah, if you remember, no if you if you remember the end of Far From Home, right? The uh, the Nick Fury and Maria Hill are revealed to be Talos and another uh, scroll. Remember? Remember the scene? Isn't that Captain Marvel? 
No, no, that was at the end of Far From Home. I'm confused. The Spider-Man movie. Okay. At the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, because remember, Spider-Man is working with Maria Hill and Nick Fury the entirety of the movie. And then at the end of that movie, the post-credit scene of that movie has them revealing themselves to not actually be Nick Fury and, and Maria Hill, but both are scrolls. Holy cow. I don't remember that. But I believe okay. you. I believe so you. then it jumps from them communicating with Nick Fury, and then Nick Fury walks out on a bridge and looks out over space. He is at Sword Headquarters in outer space. That is where he has been and he is at right now. So this movie has has a scroll saying he wants to talk to you, meaning that Nick Fury wants to work with Monica Rambeau. They are going to be part of the Secret Evasion show, which is coming out later. And that, that actually should be pretty exciting. Okay. So. Uh, those long pregnant pauses after Chris goes on a long <laughs> informational tear... You oh asked the question. If you, if I don't know want, what to tell you. Why you did want, you ask you any want, questions? Idiot. If you want, Chris, you can edit those long pauses down to where they don't exist. And then I'll make Donnie and I look completely confused. I hate both of you. You guys knew. No, 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 no. No, you misunderstand what I'm saying. You misunderstand what I'm saying. I appreciate the information, but it's so much information. It's like um, I don't know what to say. I'm like that's okay. Sorry, cool. Sorry. Like it'd Dude, be like so if long. I was trying to get Christopher Nolan to explain <laughs> Tenet, <laughs> I'd be like, be like oh, I go. Us. All right, cool. Okay. Let's roll credits. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Fine. Okay. Wandavision was good. Watch it. It's okay. I don't want to say okay. Wandavision was okay. 